The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, it has emerged that Dublin City Council is paying up to €150,000 more per new home than private developers. An independent audit of 1,000 Dublin homes found that the council has been paying in excess of 40% more for the purchase of housing. Now, to talk about this issue further, we're joined by James Gagan, Fine Gael Councillor for Dublin Bay South. James, good morning and welcome. Morning, Pat. Thanks for having me on. Give us the bold figures, first of all. How much is Dublin City Council paying and how much would the open market price be? Yeah, so Dublin City Council, according to this report, for an all-in cost of, let's say, a two-bedroom apartment, um, is delivering it at €486,000 at the top end. And um, the private sector is delivering that at roughly €100,000 less than that. Um, that'd be three hundred and eighty. That's right. Yeah, three hundred. Where can you buy a two-bed apartment for three hundred and eighty in Dublin City? At the well, moment? it's not the purchase price; it's just the construction price. So what they're doing okay. is they're just comparing like for like on construction rather than than purchase. So what they're what what this report has effectively done is they've said if Dublin City Council, so your local authority, if they're directly delivering social housing through a private contractor, uh, they will deliver it for a hundred thousand euro more. But if you get the private sector to deliver you that exact same social house and deliver it up to Dublin City Council, they'll do it for €100,000 less. I mean, and that's that's effectively what this report has found. So uh, there, there could be uh, reasons advanced by Dublin City Council as to why uh, this might be the case. Uh, maybe the standards are higher because um, of building codes and all the rest. Um, maybe... You know, they have to develop on brownfield sites. There's a lot of uh, maybe stuff to be knocked down to make uh, way for this. All of those kind of factors might add to the price. Well, well, interestingly, um, the author of this report is Ronan Lyons, who your, your listeners will be familiar with, the professor in Trinity. And what he did was he ruled out what it wasn't. And because of the houses that they compared, uh, he was able to say for for, for definitive that it wasn't the difference in energy efficiency, it wasn't the difference in land, it wasn't the difference in community size and it wasn't in the difference in uh, floor um, space in terms of the actual space of the two bedrooms. So per square metre. Per you're square metre, precisely. And, and, and uh, extra space for playgrounds and all the rest. All of that. N- none of that. N- none of that was the reason for the increased cost. So what he said was, in conclusion, Public procurement must be an element of it. But one of the big findings in the report, and that's where we really have to see quite urgent and rapid change, was that they identified that within Dublin City Council, it didn't actually have an appropriate cost measurement system in place. So if a contractor was sending in its various invoices along the way for a project that Dublin City Council was directly delivering, at Dublin City Council, in many cases, according to the authors of this report, were not able to go back and forth and say, well, look, you're charging this. It should be much less. This is what we did on other projects. And, oh. and that's quite concerning. So they, they don't have, uh, you know, a, a project manager, if you like, for each one who says, hang on a second, you're charging so much for windows. Why, how come we're getting windows uh, elsewhere for, for much, much less? That kind of question. Yeah, well, well if I, they, they all have project managers, but what they didn't have was the same systems that, let's say, an approved housing body, which is just a non-profit body that builds social houses for the state, mm-hmm. or, for example, a private developer. Do they not have a QS the then that they uh, attribute to each project? That would be the basic thing, because anyone doing anything of uh, any significance in terms of building, you know, three or four houses, uh, or even if Dermot Bannon was doing something on a, on a Sunday night, there'd be a QS on hand to keep an eye on the costs. 
Yeah, well, certainly as an elected member, I have heard from AQS in Dublin City Council in general terms. But I think when they've gone into the nitty gritty, what these auditors have found is that on certain projects, even if there was a QS, they didn't have the systems to compare like for like costs as projects were developing. And I suppose what's most concerning about this is that into the future, Dublin City Council are actually going to deliver um, housing directly through contractors at quite a large scale. I'll just give you an example of one site in uh, the Emmet Road in Dublin 8 and in Chicor, the St. Michael's uh, Estate Regeneration Project. So the elected members took a decision, It was uh, then it was a, a Sinn Féin-led council, that instead of a developer developing those houses, that actually Dublin City Council would do so. And we're on track to deliver over almost 600 uh, homes on that site and they will be cost rental homes and the big thing about cost rental homes versus social housing homes is that it's really important the cost of construction because because that that will be, uh, directly impinge on the rent that is being charged precisely so unlike social housing homes where the amount of rent you pay is is related to the income that you have cost rental homes is directly related to the cost that it costs so to construct the homes so if they're paying 40% more that means that the people who occupy these homes, the, their bills are going to be 40% higher than they need be. As matters stand, that's exactly what we're heading towards. And what um, I suppose managers told us back in November when this was being presented is that that the findings that, that, that have, I suppose, come about from this report are, are beginning to be implemented. But what I'm concerned about is, is the requisite urgency in place to actually get these systems in place. And even if you get the systems in place, is it possible for Dublin City Council to deliver directly uh, social homes and cost rental homes and affordable purchase homes for value for money that that ultimately will yeah. benefit the taxpayer and and the user at the end. So there, there are a number of ways in which uh, they can provide housing. One is uh, to do, buy from developers. And, you know, there's always that ideological thing saying, oh, we don't want to line developers' pockets and they have you know, super profits where they shouldn't be. Um, and therefore, we don't do that. We do it ourselves. But when we do it ourselves, without the profit element having to go into it, because Dublin City Council doesn't have to make a profit on these, they just have to uh, get them up and running and occupied, that it costs 40% more when they do it themselves. So why ever do it yourself? Yeah, and, and I think... Because, you know, the political arguments are coming again and again. Why don't councils build themselves? Why don't they have building yards and employ loads of foremen and workers and all the rest of it? And the reason is that they can't do it very well. Yeah, and, and look, I, I, as a councillor, I've lived through that um, quite a lot on a number of big projects where major projects, so... Um, uh, O'Devany Gardens, Oscar Trainer Road, Emmet Road, they get delayed because of these rows that happen politically. I think the public debate has been skewed. And, and what I hope, I think there's a middle way here because nobody is saying that local authorities should not be directly delivering houses. We need every stream mm. to deliver houses. But what we have to do is get our own house in order. And we can't say and continue to say, well, it's the Department of Housing's fault or it's the Minister's fault or it's public procurement's fault. As, as the major local authority in this city, we have to get our own house in order to, even if we can't match the private sector delivery, that we can at least start to reduce the costs, particularly at a time of continued rising inflation. Mm. And one of the, I suppose, another big key finding in this report is that uh, in, in other local authorities and across Europe, at a time of rising inflation, if you have the proper cost management systems in place, you're able to re- take the inflation out. So as building costs rise, adjusted to inflation, you're able to say, well, look, that is because of inflation or that's because 
a little bit extra is being added on here and you can fight back and forth between the contractor. And that's going to be so important as we deliver more and more houses in the coming years. And if we don't have those systems in place, it's going to be the taxpayer that suffers and perhaps even more importantly, and the, the, the renter of this affordable home is going to going to suffer and the, the future purchaser of an affordable home is going to now, suffer. One of the elements you mentioned, uh, you know, funds from the Department of Finance. Is there still a delay in, uh, or the Department of Housing, still a delay in, in that department releasing funds? There's no delay in funding. It's never, we have never for the last couple of years, um, from, a, from a management point of view, they have never said to us that there's a delay in funds is what slows things down. Now, what there are complaints about and it's a mixture of between councillors and management, to be honest with you, is, is there's this thing called a four stage process of how homes are delivered that require the Dub- Department of Public Expenditure of, of reform to account for monies that are being spent and Department of Housing to account for monies that are being spent. But look, ultimately, I think what this report shows is that we do need a level of oversight in how houses are being deliver- delivered by our local authority and um, because the evidence, uh, at least that the clear evidence from this report is that the 500 houses that we delivered over the last couple of years, we did so at, at, at a much at a higher premium. cost than we, than we should have done. Now, the, the question of the public procurement, I mean, tendering for any government job, be it a local authority job or a national government uh, job, you have to go through all these EU uh, tender processes that have to be transparent. Um, So if, for example, I was to build uh, 100 houses for DCC at a price that was agreed by everybody, me as a, say, a private developer, um, once I've built them, that's the end of the relationship. We have to start all over again. If if DCC freed up another element of the site, for example, we'd have to start from scratch with the whole pile of tenders. You can't have an ongoing relationship with the council. You're doing a great job, but sorry. Um, Joe Bloggs down the road wants to have a go at getting this job. Now, that might be interesting from a competitive point of view, but in a housing emergency, is that the right way to go? Yeah, and I mean, one of the things that management in fairness have said to us all along is that unlike private developers, they can't have these relationship building. They can't have these economies of scale that you might have because you've got loads of projects coming down the road. But again, the evidence doesn't stack up here because what this report has shown is that approved housing bodies, which are non-profit independent companies effectively that deliver social homes, they too in many cases, if not all cases, are subject to public procurement and they're delivering houses at a lower cost, in some cases 25% lower um, than what Dublin City Council are directly delivering. So yes, unquestionably, public procurement, which we're bound by under EU law, um, increases cost. There's no question about that. But there's you see, I, I can understand why you want to avoid the kind of sweetheart deals that uh, people get too cosy with each other and, uh, you know, start to maybe cut corners or overprice or whatever, because, uh, I mean, I won't mention any particular project, the National Children's Hospital, where you where you're captive to a particular uh, contractor and you know, it's very difficult to control costs in that way. So Dublin Dublin City Council doesn't want to be captive to any particular contractor. Yeah, and I think that is fair. But if we don't even have the systems in place to know uh, whether what the contractor is charging us is a premium or is above what they should be charging us and we can't on an ongoing basis challenge that contractor and um, you know that excuse doesn't cut much mustard really because you know we spend a lot of time i i find and have noticed over the last couple of years at dublin city council of blaming lots of other reasons for why 
costs are increasing. But here we have a clear report where it's about our house and getting our house in order. And we really have to see that done as uh, quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, James Gagan, Fine Gael uh, Councillor for Dublin Bay South. Thank you very much for uh, joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.